Curious. You would make an excellent Cephalon, Tenno. Welcome to Cephalon Squared, a Warframe community and podcast. Find out how to join the collective by heading over to our website at cephalonsquared.com. Now, here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day Cephalon Collective and welcome to episode 53 of Cephalon Squared. My name is Cephalon Greg and I'm joined as always by Cephalon Lucas. How are you on this fine Sunday evening? I'm good. I'm doing good. It's good. All around good. <laughs> Just good. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. I am also good, which is good. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a pretty lame start, but here we are. Um, how's the weather treating you up there, up north? Uh, well, <laughs> I know you've got organised for a particular temperature, but it's just dropped one degree, so oh it is currently God. 14 degrees here uh, in, in the city of Ipswich with a 70% humidity. Well, we don't need to be that accurate, so I'm just going to say 59 degrees Fahrenheit, because that's what it was <laughs> one degree ago. I'm not changing it. I refuse. <laughs> you do, <laughs> down you. Here, down here in Melbourne, it is 10 degrees Celsius, or it was half an hour ago. might have changed by now, but 10 degrees Celsius, 50 degrees Fahrenheit, and 70% humidity down here in Melbourne town. It's all right. It's Okay. I'm used to it now. It hasn't actually been a very cold winter. What do you think? Uh, I mean, we did have, like, last week was fairly cold here in Ipswich, um, but it's starting mm. to warm up again, so, nah, it hasn't really been that cold. Yeah, it hasn't Just been one week. absolutely freezing. Yeah, there was a couple of nights where it was cold, cold, cold. I mean, it's still another month of um, of winter, but, yeah, usually it's colder by now. Yeah. Dunno. Sorry, weather files. That's all we got for you. <laughs> What'd you get up to in Warframe this week, if anything? I know you got up to Oof, something. Because I, was I, got, I got up to things in Warframe this week. Uh, what did I get up to? I got up to Mastery Rank 7 on my PC account, so that is all yays and hoorays. Yays and hoorays. That's, yeah, that's the thing now. Yays and hoorays. Uh, so I got my okay. glorious Tatsu leveling up my Zephyr Prime on my PC account. There we go, folks. I have Zephyr Prime on PC Everything is right with the world. It's all glorious. <laughs> Calm Thanks down. Thanks to? Thanks to a, shit, a number of people, actually. Uh, <laughs> I think Xenogallion was there, and Jellybean. Was... <laughs> Wasn't it Loz and that gave Rathoc. it to you, though? Say what now? Didn't Loz give, uh, gift it to you? No, no, no. Was... Loz didn't gift it to me. Huh. Oh, no, Xeno gave me Valkyrie Prime. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I got most of the parts from Xeno and then I had a couple of people that were like, all right, here's, here's the, here's the blueprint, but you're too low of a mastery rank. So we can't give you the blueprint yet, but it's here when you need it. So I had three people, three people offering, offer me up that, uh, that blueprint. And I think it was Jellybean who I actually got the blueprint from. So thank you, Jellybean. Success. Um, Success. And we actually managed to do this, uh, a bit of farming over the weekend too, and got uh, got the stance mod for the uh, the Tatsu. Ah, uh, wise razor. Yes, with a zero point nine seven percent drop rate from a single enemy in the game that can only be found in one location on Orb Valis. It was alright. Well, in one moving location because it just follows around the orb, the, the exploiter. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was good. But that was alright. Yeah. We had a bit of fun, and we did the uh, 
Proxy Rebellion event. Yep. Yep. Which well, I still haven't done on PS4. Shit. Neither, neither have I. <laughs> finishes tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. What day is it? It'll finish on Tuesday morning for us, so I've got to get it done tomorrow, so, I guess. Yeah, we, 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 we can smash it out tomorrow. Oh, well. We, we can try. <laughs> we'll, 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 do it. we'll do it. So of it's our PS4 accounts. We've got good stuff. <laughs> God, we're amazing. Yeah, it's true. We will do it without any trouble at all, probably. Yeah. All right. So let us move on into the news because there was some actual news this week, which is cool. Yay, Quite news. a bit, really. All right. Do you want to start? I want to start. Let's both start. Um, Together. Sure. All right. I'll start. Okay, first on the first on the list is partner slash fansite applications are open again. Join us. Be a fansite with us. Become one. <laughs> Go to um, warframe.com and there's more information there under partners, I think. Yee, good funds. Indeed. All right, so um, the next bit of news, Steve Sinclair jumped onto Twitter this week to mention that Squadlink isn't just for ship to ground, which is really super cool. He basically said that you could be doing anything and be asked to join a, a Squadlink uh, by someone else doing absolutely anything. So it could just crop up in a mission, just like when you're doing a survival and it says, Alone Tenu is doing something, something. You'll actually be supporting somewhere, some someone somewhere else doing some other mission. Uh, and if they do that right, I reckon that could be a real game changer. Oh yeah, I'm so hyped about that. That is so cool. Yeah, so that so is cool. Yeah, super cool. Thanks, DE. You you good people. Next <laughs> yeah, on the great. list, we have uh, the main stage panels are now available on YouTube as their own standalone videos. Go check them out. Yes, and definitely go check out that art panel so that you can understand what we were talking about last week on last week's episode. Yay! Yay! All right, the next one, the Prime Vault is open again. Um, this time there's a bunch of good stuff. There's Nyx, Rhino, Ankyros, Boltor, Hiko, Skindo Primes, and a whole bunch more. Of course, the the more you can only get from buying the accessories packs, which includes the um, Extractor Primes and uh, the armor and all sorts of other bits and pieces. But um, yeah, otherwise, all of those things I mentioned before are now in the Relic Drop Table, so go out and farm them. Yes, and Nyx, uh, Nyx's Deluxe, uh, not Deluxe, Prime Bundle has that nice Targus skin, Targus. Uh, nice Targus armor. armor. Yeah. yeah, check that armor Freaking out. It's awesome. awesome. One, of, one of my favorites. Okay, moving on right along. We got the Quats collection has now been released on PC. This is a cool new secondary, but the Quats Ephus... <laughs> I'm sorry. Terrible. <laughs> Well, that Thank was that was you. a shocking joke. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but the Amphis was also included in the bundle, and it has some very, very nice changes. More about that later. Interesting, indeed. That influenced our decision for what we were going to talk about in this episode. Wink. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> All right. So where were we up to? Uh, Nightwave. Nightwave Series 2, Episode 2 is out. Go and watch it. We'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait, and then we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is pretty damned interesting. Um, you actually find out who the emissary is, um, but no much more than that, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. It's taking a very interesting turn. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes. Yeah, me too. 
Next we have the fifth 4Fans by Fans collection now available. Check it out at 4FansByFans.com. Indeed. Yeah. And if you don't know what that is, that's fan designed gear. Official yeah. fan designed uh, gear. Accessories and shirts, everything like that. T shirts and all sorts of stuff. It's cool Ooh, stuff. Cool stuff is cool. It is, apparently. I've heard you say that before. Alright, DE is running a competition. They're calling it the Frame by Frame competition, and basically what you need to do is, using Captura, try to replicate an image of something that was shown off at Tenocon this year. So yeah, if you do that, you can win all sorts of prizes. I think the first prize is Wukong, Wukong Prime Access, and the rest of the prizes are all certain denominations of Platinum. So if you want to win, you've got to give it a shot, so get out there and do it. Anyone can do it. Uh-huh. Nice. Very nice. Uh, and the last of the Warframe news, the Proxy Rebellion has begun. Head on over to your platform and get battling those crafty corpus. And that's exactly what we were talking about just before in the uh, what we've done. It was, so, exactly. If, yeah, so... four-part tactical alert with some nice rewards, including Sindana, um and a, a secondary ribbon. Get it. Get yes. it. You know you want yeah. to. And the secondary ribbon, interestingly, is only the second the reward for the second component. So cool, yeah, yeah. cool. So all right, um, that's really all of the Warframe news for this week. And there's one bit of Cephalon Squared news, the same news we have been uh, giving out every week for the last few weeks. And that is, don't forget that we are coming to PAX Oz, or we do plan to come to PAX Oz this year. And if you're interested in joining us for some kind of get together of some description. Uh, head on over to our website at cephalonsquared.com and uh, register your interest so that we know you like to come and we can share any of our plans with you directly. All right, anything else you'd like to mention, Mr. Lucas, sir? Nope, we can move right on. Let's then, let's move along. Move along. Like an idol on? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm just full of shitty jokes tonight. It's great. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, the, uh, today's discussion, we were at a loss for what we wanted to talk about because we'd gone over all the cool stuff at at TennoCon and recently we've talked about where we want the game to go and all that kind of stuff. So we thought, shit, what are we going to talk about this week? And luckily DE went and released some new weapons for us. Uh, now of course we're not just going to talk about those weapons, but Lucas had the foresight to basically have a look at those weapons and what's changed with them and say basically weapons have been changing in interesting ways recently yeah so i thought what we'd do is we would look at the evolution of weapons in warframe now this isn't just certain specific weapons or anything like that but more a look at the fact that when the game started you know there were simple weapons like the Bratton, the latron uh, certain weapons like that that you just point and shoot at an enemy and bullets come out of them and that's about it. They're, they're simple weapons as as weapons go. And over time, weapons have changed. So as time moved along, they added weapons that had alternative fire. Uh, I'm sure there probably were weapons that, when the game first came out, had alternative firing mechanisms. Uh, but they added interesting different uh, techniques that can be added with the alt fire. Later on, they added weapons that had interesting little passives of their own. And now, more specifically, and I'll let Lucas go into a bit of detail on this in a second, they've added passives that are more specific to certain Warframes. So, Lucas, yes. what have you seen, what have you noticed of late? Well, 
as of late, it was actually since the release of Baruch, uh, when they released his little sword and shield. I forget its name. There's so many sword and shields, and they always have double names. Cobra and Crane. That's the one. Uh, they released that. There was a little a little thing saying in the description um, that when handled by Baruch himself, it had the chance to deal a stun on on the uh, on an enemy hit with the first combo with the first hit of the combo strikes. And it only works for Baruch. That's it. So that that was the first time we had ever seen a Warframe-specific weapon passive. And that wasn't long ago. That wasn't long ago at all. Uh, when they then dropped later on the the, 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 the two-handed Nakana, the Tatsu, Tatsu. For, for Revenant, it started off as just a plain two-handed Nakana. But now with a, a re, uh, update within the last couple of months, it's got a passive where if you deal, if, if you kill an enemy, it gains uh, a soul shard. And when you do a slight attack, these all these soul shards that you've got stored up come flinging out and strike enemies within 30 meters and can do stunning damage and, what, and whatnot. Now, if you're using it on any frame other than Revenant, you can get a maximum of five charges. But if you're using it on Revenant it can get nine charges. But this is not the only one that they've done recently. They've gone back through and done this, the same kind of thing to other Warframes with other signature weapons in the past. Uh, I believe they've done it now. They've done something to the uh, Nell for Haro. They've done something to the gun, one of the guns that uh, Octavia wields. It, it's a, it seems to be a recurring thing now where Warframes from this point on, will be receiving a signature, or possibly be receiving a, a signature weapon with a unique passive that is only usable to that frame. I mean, we didn't get one for Wisp, and that's that's fine. That gun we got for, for, uh, for Wisp is crazy in its own, so it doesn't need anything special. No. Be interested if they did add something at some point, if the, this is the, the direction they're yeah. going. Yeah. And you know, it's it's we're taking this this direction now where weapons are evolving, weapons are becoming something completely completely new. Though so weapons that we we had last year or two years ago, looking at Pandero and um, I forget the other one, the one that Octavia's guns, guns oh, from Pandero. two years ago mm. are now receiving Warframe specific passives. Mm. So it's just interesting to see that this this new direction that we're seeing uh, come from this this passive influctuation, and it seems to be something that's spreading deeper into the game. So we mentioned before that you know the game started out with some pretty standard, stolid uh, kind of weapons, and those uh, it moved into alt fire and then passives and things yeah. like that. But with the release of the quats or the quats or however you say it, um, obviously they, they've got some different ideas because that weapon is just different. But they've also made a change to the Amphis. Yeah. And the Amphis wasn't a signature weapon of anybody, to my knowledge at least. But what they have gone and done for the Amphis is they've added uh, an electrical attack when you uh, attack in the air. A, a jumping attack. Is it a um, specifically a 
uh, what do you call it, a, a ground slam, or is it a, just any jumping it attack? Just, you know? uh, the, the description just says an air attack, a jumping attack. attack. Okay, yeah. So, so And it does chain to other enemies and things like that. So they've, they've made that particular weapon have a little bit more utility, which is really, really interesting. Now, I was watching a video by Mogamu today about the quats, however you say it, and um, he basically said, oh, the weapon's really interesting, it's not super powerful, and, you know, it's it's just different, it's good, it's fun that it's different, and it's got this ability that uh, when you completely discharge uh, all of the bullets in the chamber and you reload the um, magazine will land on the ground and discharge electricity that will shock every uh, enemy within eight meters. Um, he was a bit disappointed that it didn't kill every enemy within eight meters because he thought, why not? And he, he basically said, we don't have enough silly weapons in the game. And I'm st- I, I don't know if I agree with that. No, I definitely don't. Because I, I think we do don't. have quite a bunch of, and re- more recently, there have been a bunch of weapons that have silly abilities, and not not silly in a ridiculous way, but silly in a fun kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we can get more crazy, and I'd like to sort of see that things go that way, and I hope that what you're suggesting, Lucas, is actually going to happen, that we are going to get weapons that are tied to their signature you know, Warframe, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, like, a good example is looking at the the current um, work-in-progress weapons for uh, Speedframe, uh, Gauss. Yes. Now, we both, we both noticed that there are vents on the front of those handguns. So, I don't know. They could do something crazy where it just has, like, an intake-outtake kind of mechanic and you get a charge-up fucking shot or something. I don't know. But... These weapons that we're looking at, it even it even shows with um, Grendel, uh, Grendel's big freaking meat stick. It, <laughs> I honestly think that that meat stick is going to rotate and it's going to actually be some kind of like grinding Kebab. blade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you're looking Kebabs. looking at the design of these weapons, they feel like they're going to have some kind of. Uh, mechanic that ties in with the warframes, hmm. and I'm I'm fine with this. This is if if this is the direction that we're taking now for weaponry, hmm. then that's that's fine by me. Giving weapons a unique feel because this this is one thing I love about Zors and kit guns is that you can get the Exodias and you can get the packs, which means you can take a normal secondary gun that you've built yourself. And you choose what kind of passive ability it's going to have. And the same thing for Zors and Exodias. You take a sword that you've built, you've designed this sword, and you give it an Exodia. And it gives it its own unique passive. Hmm. So that's fantastic that we've got modulated weapons that you can give your own unique passives to. And we need more weapons like that in the game. We need more weapons that just have a very unique feel. Um, and it's great that they are even going back and, and and revisiting old weapons like the uh, shit. I can't even remember the name. Amphis. Amphis. The, the yeah, because originally all it really was was a cattle prod a staff. staff. Yeah. yeah, it was a cattle prod staff. It's like okay, that's that's 
concept-wise, it's kind of cool, but what else does it do? Now it does Nothing. something. <laughs> now it does something, and that's great. And even I and as you were saying before, like the the firing me- uh, mechanics uh, are evolving as well. And you look with the the quads or however you say it, you look at that, and it has it, it's not like your your normal ones where it's you press the alt fire button and, and get a completely different effect. It's based on whether or not you're zooming, like whether or not you're you're looking through the the scope of the gun the or sights, not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you're if you're shooting from the hip. It's a full auto friggin' beast uh, that just, yeah, it just goes as just shreds. It's Swiss cheeses things. Um, but if you're looking down the site, it becomes a, a semi-auto burst shot. That's awesome. Sniper pistol. Well, crit pistol. Yeah, that that that's awesome. Yeah, it's a great idea, and and it's got that passive that. As long as you expand expand all of the bullets in the magazine, you can uh, sort of get a bit of CC, and it's really hard CC too. Yeah, yeah, it affects those guys. They don't like and it, and it's it's noticeable. It is very mm. noticeable. Like I I'm, I don't have the gun yet myself, but just watching Greg the other night while we were in stream, I saw him drop the clip and the massive electricity shock around him, and it, it's it's noticeable. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool. <clears throat> and I'd hardly even um, leveled the weapon. So I think, I mean, one thing I do agree is, is uh, with Mogamu is that um, they probably could just make it kill everything within, within eight meters. Why not? It's going to do a similar thing to what the um, the Syndicate weapons do as a proc. What's yeah. the big deal if it does that? It's not, a, it's not a big problem. This is a PvE game. It may as well just kill everything. But... Even though it doesn't, it's still friggin' awesome. Um, it is different. It is cool. So, um, and the Amphis, of course, I have been using that as well. And I've got to keep using it a little bit. I haven't seen it really have a massive, be massively different as a result of that change. Uh, but I am kind of hoping that that means that, well, I don't want all of the weapons to change. I think there still needs to be those standard Brattons and Latrons, um, in the game uh, but it'd be good to see some the game go in in different directions and even just like you said the pax arcanes is taking the game elsewhere when we get finally uh, primary modular weapons that will really change the direction of the game uh, obviously the fact that we've got zors and we've got secondary kit guns obviously that's the way the game's going and de has stated that they do plan on doing that at some point in the future so it is the way that the game's going so that's a further evolution of things as well so if we're getting these weapons that we can make ourselves that are going to be super damn kick-ass and think about it the kick guns we've got at the moment they're all corpus kick guns we can still make other secondaries that are based on other Weapon types as well, damage yeah. types. So yeah. there's still room to go. But those weapons without the the packs are fairly straightforward. So it really leaves the team to be really creative with the weapons that they add to the game, I think. They have to be creative now. Yeah. Um, so I'm just looking at it here. The Octavia... So example for you. Um, Octavia, if she is wielding the Tonora, um, then headshot the kills one. with alternate uh with the alternate fire have a 20 percent chance to instantly refill the magazine oh nice only with um octavia with the yeah with only with octavia and the pandero 
Uh, her other signature gun, headshot kills with the alt fire, increase the reload speed by 20%. Yeah, see, it makes sense for a signature weapon to actually have a signature effect as well. Yeah. I like that. I hope they do that with everything. Yeah, well, they've, they've done it with, as I said, they've also done it with Har- uh, Haro, with his Nell. Uh, the weapon's magazine size is increased by one round for a total of two rounds instead of the you know, one round yeah. that it has. So it, it's got more of that chance to before you have to reload. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So I wonder they, if they'll they, go back as far as, like, Rhino and his Boltor Prime. It's, I actually have no idea how far they've really gone back with this, because I think... Octavia may be as far as they've gone the back. Furthest back, yeah. Yeah. But that's still quite a ways back. I mean, Octavia was 2016? Mm. I want to say 2016. No, 2017. Not in Smile. Yeah. March 24th, 2017. Okay. That is going quite a ways back to implement the weapon passive changes. Yeah, and if they are going back, they've got a ways to go still, but. I mean, did all of the original Warframes even have signature weapons? I'm not sure they did. I think it's kind of like a... They did, but they didn't. I mean, mm. if you look at their, their packs, like the Warframe bundles on on the, the in the market, then each one does come with a weapon, but whether or not it's... Is it ne- necessarily a, a, a signature weapon? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like... Uh, Rhino, for example, I mentioned before, his is the Boltor Prime, but that's only because that's what's come with him now in the uh, vault unvaulting pack. Um, but yeah. if you buy the statue for Rhino, he comes with a boar. Not even yeah. a boar prime, just a standard boar. So, I mean, it's <clears throat> it's hard to say, and they may not actually end up going down this path of doing that for all of the, the weapons, because maybe it just makes sense to just keep adding other weapons. I don't know. But it is interesting that we've... We are starting to notice these kind of trends. Yeah. And it's it's great that they're they're also even if it isn't a signature weapon, they're just going back, they're looking at old weapons and going, How can we make this fun? How can we make this viable again? How can we make people actually want to use this weapon? Yeah, because the point um, is we've got like four hundred weapons in the game. Yeah. There should be more viable weapons. Yeah. You'd think. So does it? It takes a bit of weapon rebalancing, and it's been a while since they did any any weapon rebalancing. Usually, they do ribbon rebalancing, which is a weird way of of tackling. Well, I mean, usage, they they but... yeah, they did do a a ribbon rebalancing within the last week or yeah, so. Yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah, so we have received that recently. But that's a now ribbon rebalancing. It's not really yeah. a weapon rebalancing. Yeah. And now they're they are taking another direction with rebalancing, and that's that's fantastic. Mm. Okay, here, here's here's something a conversation that kind of spark, uh, sparked up during the week in Discord. Mm-hmm. What are your opinions on the Tigris's fire mechanism? Ah, yes, yeah, that did come up in um, Discord. I don't like it. That's why I don't, don't like. like it? I don't use the Tigris. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I personally love it. I think it's a great mechanic. I think it's interesting. It's different, but I just can't stand it. If I want to fire two shots, I'll pull the trigger twice. Yeah, it it takes a bit to get used to, but no, that that's 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 fair. Would you do you expect to see any other weapons come into the game that implement that fire mode? Well, we saw the Zylock come in with it. There wouldn't be any reason why they wouldn't. I don't know mm. if it's necessary, because if you're going to implement a weapon like that, it's got to be strong. Yeah. 
So, Tigris Brown already exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay. Do you think putting that firing mechanism on the Zylock was a good idea? No, because it doesn't feel like a Sybaris. And it's meant to be a mini Sybaris. Yeah. No, I, I will agree with that. I, I think... I feel I feel like what they did with the Zylock was test the waters to see if this firing mechanic could work on other gun types apart from yeah. shotguns. I think shotguns is the only way to really have this this mechanic mm. to be to be honest. I mean, they could do something similar with, you know, a penta like weapon uh where yeah where shoot, like, you know, put, put, pulling the trigger will fire the grenade out, releasing the trigger will blow the grenade up. Um, yeah, that I work. think that would be awesome. Yeah. So you know, if if they if they took that that firing mechanism and pushed it in that direction, it would have probably been a hell of a lot more successful than the Zylock because how many people do you actually see use the Zylock nowadays? Mm. I no. think uh, I, I think that fire mode alone killed people's interest in that gun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because I was really keen on that weapon until it came out and I was like, uh... It's, it's a, a mini Sybaris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a mini Sybaris. How could you not be, like, wanting that? <laughs> yeah. And, and then, of course, yes. It's the, disappointing. The, yeah, the firing very mechanism disappointing. very sad and... Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. You got anything else to say? Because I'm... Not really. I just, um, I just think it's interesting that we are starting to see different directions. The team's taking different directions with weapons, and not just. I'm not talking about modular stuff. So apart from modular weapons these days, everything seems to be different and original, and I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to see things continue that way. I'd like it to become more wacky because why not? There is yeah, no I PVE mean, even... in this game, so. Even even prime weapons are starting to, uh, you know, are really starting to open up with weird, wacky things. Mm, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's cool. great. It is. I agree. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. So that was uh, a bit of a discussion on weapons and the evolution of weapons in Warframe. Uh, we didn't go much into the history of it. That wasn't really the plan. It was more just the direction we we have seen things go and where we hope to see them go in the future so i think it's it's we've got a good future ahead of us but it might not be a quick one <laughs> but that's I if you've know. been playing warframe for a while you know that <laughs> you're used to it cool anything else you wanted to say nope I've, I've said my words beautiful they were wonderful wonderful words indeed all right so moving on to our beginner and advanced topics now this week there have been a bunch of uh, new listeners that have come since Tenocon uh, 2019, and welcome to all of you new people. Hopefully you are enjoying the show, um, but we can understand if you don't want to go back through all 50 freaking three of our episodes and listen to everything, because, hell, we're not that interesting. Uh, <laughs> maybe you don't want to listen to all of that stuff. I'm not that interesting. <laughs> Lucas is super interesting. But... I think we've got some good topics that we've covered over the last year. Um, and rather than us going through them all again over the course of however long, and maybe we will recover some topics at some point in the future because um, we can and things change in the game. Uh, but we wanted to do a bit of an update to 
bring people up to date with what they might have missed. Now, uh, we did the last episode roundup back in episode 24. So if you want to hear a roundup of what was in the first 23 episodes, you'll need to go listen to episode 24 because I can't go through 50 things. Well, I guess we can. It'll just be, it'll take forever and it'll be incredibly boring. So we're going to do a roundup of everything that has been in our beginner and advanced topics since episode 25. I will do beginner, Lucas will do advance, and we will comment where we see fit. So, what was I starting? Episode 25. All right. 25. So, I will also cover any interesting discussions that uh, we did as well. So, in episode 25, wasn't it was the first episode of the year, I think, and we talked about what we wanted out of uh, episode 2019, but that beginner topic was on Void Relics. So, if you don't know much about Relics, go listen to episode 25. Episode 26... Uh, we discussed content and progression barriers, and that was a very important one, I think, for beginners because we talked about uh, damage types. So what is I IPS? Uh, shit, I can't remember what IPS stands for. Puncture. Impact, puncture, slash, slash. Impact. That's the, that's the freaking I. I was thinking, what's the I? Intrusion? It's not intrusion, it's <laughs> impact. Impact, puncture, slash, plus all of the elemental damage. I talked about how that works, so that's probably an interesting one to go back and discuss. In episode 27, uh, I discussed Captura, what it is, how to do it, etc, etc, etc. I can't explain to you how you can create awesome Captura, because I'm not very good at it myself and you know beauty is in the eye of the beholder after all episode 28 is another important one i think it's where i discussed armor shield and health and how all of that works uh, so if you're wondering how armor shield and health works go back and listen to episode 28 uh, episode 29 our discussion was on clans and dojos that was ac actually our dojo special uh, and the beginning to beginner topic was on building your own dojo and uh, ha things you should keep in mind when you decide to do that. Episode 30, I discussed resource farming. Pretty straightforward. Episode 31, we talked about the index. Uh, so if you're wondering what the index is and how to do it, that's a good one to go back to, episode 31. Episode 31 32 uh, was at the request of a member of our Discord, I believe, and they suggested we talk about common terminology that is used in Warframe. So if you have heard people talking about potatoes and wondering what the hell that is, go back to episode 32 and you'll hear all about uh, Warframe terminology. In episode 33, I talked about how to make loadouts and configs. That was pretty interesting. Uh, episode 34 was a beginner's guide to the Plains of Eidolon. So if you want to know about all the different kinds of vendors and things that you need to do in Plains of Eidolon, definitely go back to episode 34. Episode 35 was similar to episode 33, no, 32, where we talked about the terminology. 35 was about Warframe etiquette. For example, don't be that guy that turns on the elevator as soon as they go in there. Wait for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, Lucas. <laughs> in episode 36, we talked about internet resources such as the wiki and other places that you can go to get information about this wonderful game. In episode 37, we discussed what can you get in Warframe for free? So what things can you earn without having to worry about plat? Um, but then in episode 38, I talked about how you can earn platinum. What kind of things can you sell to get yourself platinum if you don't want to spend money? 
but you want to buy some of that other stuff. Episode 39, we had a discussion about umbral polarities, which is pretty interesting and where we think that's going to go. But we also discussed in the beginner's topic, trading. So if you want to know about trading and you've been too scared to dip your toe in, go have a listen to episode 39. Episode 40 was an interview with Accessible Gamer. Very interesting stuff. Uh, Accessible uh, Gamer accessible gamer if i can speak english is a gamer with a disability and he can play the hell out of warframe and we had a really good chat with him uh the new the noob topic that week was how to farm for credits so if you're struggling with credits have a listen to episode 40 Episode 41 was another interview with a a Warframe partner. This one was with Michelle Postma. Very interesting, very funny guy. Definitely recommend you give that a listen. And for beginner topic, we talked about Prime Access and whether or not it's worth buying. Episode 42, we discussed mastery rank tests. How can you practice for them? What are they? When should you do them? All that kind of stuff. Episode 43, we discussed affinity, how to earn it and the different ways that it works. Definitely another important one, I think, if you're wondering about earning XP and things like that, check out episode 43. In episode 44, that was our mod special. Um, so we our discussion was all about mods and our beginner topic was a beginner's guide to modding. Uh, No, actually, it wasn't a beginner's guide to modding. It was a beginner's guide to mods. So all of the different types of mods that are in the game. The reason I say it wasn't a beginner's guide to modding is because that happened in episode 45, where I gave some modding tips for noobs. So if you want to learn all about mods, listen to episodes 44 and 45. Episode 46, we had a community guest star with Ironheart. Thanks, Ironheart. He is a very active community member in our Discord and uh, is pretty much the clan for Cephalon Squared on Xbox. So, yay, Ironheart. Uh, In that episode, we talked about Syndicate Standing. So that's an interesting one to listen to. Episode 47, we had a good discussion about the grind in Warframe and whether or not it's too much. Uh, My beginner's topic was about playing solo and whether or not you can actually play this game solo. Another one that came from uh, our Discord. Episode 48 was a great discussion and interview with Xena Galleon, the YouTube star himself. Uh, Very funny guy, very, very personable and very, very active in the Warframe community. The beginner topic was on early game progression. And how it seems that Mastery Rank is at odds with the star chart, which came from a comment, I believe, on our Facebook page. Episode 49 was a discussion about the Great Wukong rework and how wonderful it is, definitely. Uh, The beginner topic is about easy to acquire Warframes. Woohoo! Episode 50 was our. Such as Wukong, exactly. Uh, Episode 50 was our Ask Us Anything extravaganza. We didn't have any beginner or advanced topics. Same with episode 51, because that was the Tenno Live episode. Woo! And last week's episode was the second discussion on a TennoCon, where we discussed the art panel. And the topic of the week was invasions. I talked about what are they, and we went into detail afterwards as well. So those are all of the beginner topics from episode 25 through to episode 52. Lucas, would you like to do the the advanced topics? 
I, I would. I would. I'd just like to point out, maybe we should have gone one, two, one, two, one, two. We but, didn't. You know, so we didn't. So. No point in pointing it out now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going. so let's, let's rewind. <laughs> Go back to episode 25, where we looked at the war and broken war, where to get them and what they are. In episode 26 was all about how to obtain your very own kitty cat, the grindy way. Such fun. <laughs> Hint, derelict. <laughs> episode 27 was our introduction to weapon passives. Oh, much like what we're discussing tonight. And in that continued over onto 28 with melee weapons and 29 with secondary passives. In episode 30, we got, a, we got real sneaky with the stealth system, talking about the ins and outs, how it works, and what you can do to remain sneaky. And this continued over into episode 31 with part 2. Episode 32 was all about handling Limbo's rift, because we all know that can be a real pain in the ass sometimes. Episode 33 was a throwback to the Tenno Hunters with a surprise part 4, The Wolf. Uh, in episode 34, we explored the basics to Arcanes in conjunction with our topic of um, Plains of Eidolon, because that's where you get Arcanes from. Episode 35 was the beginning of the longest topic in the game, the Focus Tree. Oh boy. And that's, that went on all the way through to episode 41. Uh, which ended with the focus lens chat, but everything in between in order was the Tenno schools, starting from Naramon, Vazarin, Unairu, Zanarik, and Madurai. In episode 42, we talked about that one crazy mod, Adaptation, and how much of an amazing mod it is, and everybody needs to get their hands on it. In episode 43, we got all giddy for doggos with the Kubro Showcase, where I discussed every single Kubro you can get in the game and what they do. Episode 44, the mod special, I discussed dual stat mods where and how to obtain. They are needed. You must get them. <laughs> in episode 45, we looked at the combo counter in all of its damage-increasing glory, and damn, the damage. In episode 46, it was the start of a new showcase with the Sentinels, which ended in episode 47 uh, with the part 2. In episode 48, it was all about the basics to kit guns, those modular secondary weapons that we all seem to love. And in episode 49, I took a more of advanced look at kit guns, and more specifically, the PAX abilities. Of course, 50 and 51, there was no advanced topic due to the live show and Tenocon. And in last week at episode 52, we looked at the weapons to invasions. Indeed. Indeed. And it's funny funny that you brought up that we could have done it all as we were going, because as soon as I finished and I said, Lucas, would you like to do it? I was like, why didn't we just do it? <laughs> <laughs> and then you said it and I was like, ah, oh, bloody hell, we had to say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know what? I like the flow. The flow was good. It felt good. I like it. It was good. Because you told a, nice a story flow. with yours. It was nice. <laughs> I tell um, stories. I'm a storyteller. <laughs> you are. You're a storyteller. Uh, no, that was good. So yes, hopefully that will help some of you new, you new listeners that might be looking for something that we've gone over in previous episodes and uh, just didn't know where to find that information. Of course, we do have our um, 
website, cephalonsquared.com, and if you click on the podcast button there, you'll be taken to the pages that have all of our podcast notes, and you can go all the way back through, or if you type into the search bar, episode one, episode two, episode three, whatever, it will come up with the page, so you don't have to go through lists upon lists, uh, but yeah, hopefully that has made it easier for uh, some some new listeners who might want to go back through some of our content. And even if you're an old listener, maybe there was something that you wanted to go back through and, and find again, but just didn't know where it was. There you go. True. You're welcome. Because, yeah, we've been doing it for a year now, so I'm sure not everyone has listened to everything. Yay us. It's Yay officially us. a year now, Lucas. It's totally Woo! a year. Yes. It's an awesome crazy. Feeling. It's, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, very special. Crazy. Very crazy. It's awesome. <laughs> and we aren't going anywhere so don't don't stress or be afraid i don't know whatever just feel things be afraid feel when emotions anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right so um yeah that's that brings us to towards the latter part of the show of course where we go into firstly community, community <laughs> beautiful all right, so ears. we did have a few extra reviews this week, um, a couple of extra ones on the US and a couple of extra ones on Australia, so that brings our total reviews up to 71, uh, which is fantastic, Ooh. and of course, that's only 29 away from another live live cast, live stream, whatever you'd like to call it, episode, streamcast, streamcast. that was fun as hell, episode 50, go back and have a listen, um, we had a blast, and if we can do it again, and if there's more people there, we'll have double the blast. Double the blast. It makes sense, <laughs> Lucas. Sense made. Would you like to read the <laughs> review, or...? I shall, I think. Um, yes, this was an do iTunes it. Oz review from Booty Two Shoes. Join the Cephalons. Five stars. I liked them before the movie came out, and they were small. Seriously, good Warframe podcast aimed at everyone from beginners to veterans alike, building a community, and given the general caliber of Warframe players, which is of course the best community in gaming, this should appeal to all. Good job, Cephalon Squared. Keep it up. Oh, Thanks, Booty. That's an awesome review. Thank you, Booty. That is amazing. You put you a smile on my face. appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And there yeah. was another one that um, we got during the week uh, in America that put an even bigger smile on my face and almost a tear in my eye because it's oh, very no. sweet I, I think i'm gonna have to find that one yeah so uh that'll probably be next week so look forward to that one Ooh, so we're, we're, we're... all teary and, and <laughs> we're gonna nice. get my box of tissues ready well now i've talked it up haven't i oh <laughs> yeah um <laughs> it's gonna be super awesome now so we've got a backlog again it's been a while Ooh. since we had a backlog of reviews i thought we were gonna run out but hey yeah backlog backlog but that doesn't mean you shouldn't put your review we read every single one on the show so just let you know and of course now there's going to be filth why did i say that <laughs> now that you've said there's going to be filth there's definitely going to be filth uh, it's part of the reason why i said it but then again i've been asking for people to send awesome messages on twitter to um disco underscore box to talk about how much they appreciate his voice at the intro and outro and nobody's done it disappointment disappointed i'm not angry i'm I'm just disappointed i'm both disappointed and angry myself (laughs) (laughs) all right so this week we also have a 
Dr. Cephalon. Dr. Cephalon, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> this one is from Eric S. And it came in via email. And this Dr. Cephalon goes like this. Dear Dr. Cephalon, Are the syndicate guns worthwhile with their blight, justice, entropy, purity, and sequence bonuses? So. Yes. Eric. <laughs> simple answer is yes. The TLDL, too long, didn't listen version, is yes. Yes. But, and I did send this in an email back to Eric, we did do a syndicate special back in episode seven, where we went over some of this. But the reality is, we didn't go over the syndicate weapons in any great detail. Um, so that is mm. possibly a topic for the future. Possibly. I do Possibly. remember us talking about it, though. We, we, we talked about the weapons, but we didn't go into great detail on the specific yeah. weapons. Uh, it, was more, it was more of a, these, these weapons are cool, and they have the passive. And this they is have the this passive, passive, and the passive is, is amazing. Syndicate, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we, we, yeah, did... we didn't go too much into each weapon individually, unfortunately. But, yeah, but yeah, in that episode, we, we did go into detail about the... Um, what the passives, the passives are and yeah. how they differ. But I guess the point is there are some really fantastic bloody weapons in the syndicates that you just can't go without. You shouldn't go without. They're easily as good as, as certain prime weapons or certain oh, top tier weapons. No, that's right. We did cover the fact that each of the melee weapons has its very own passive. Yes. Yes. That so was in the melee. So yeah, the, the melee the melee weapons not only have the syndicate passive, but they also have their own passive. So yes, they cool. are very cool. Yeah. Indeed. So what are your favorite um syndicate weapons, Lucas? Um Ractor Dark Dagger, definitely. Love Agreed. me some Ractor Dark Dagger. The uh what's it the the Ve Sidon? Ve Ve Sidon? Ve Core Sidon. Vaycore side on that's the one um, with its blindy, uh, blindy goodness. I love that. Mm -hmm. it, it's basically a a uh, what's it, a radial blind on a melee weapon. Yeah. How could you not love it? And to be honest, all of the Vaycore weapons are awesome. Vaycore Heck and Vaycore Marilock. Yes, I, I do like the Marilock. Yes, Vaycore Marilock is mm, yes. Both very uh, beautiful weapons. Shit, what else is there? I, I need to I, I want to test out the Ractor the Ballistica. Ractor Ballistica. I'm a little bit iffish with the Ractor Ballistica because I feel like its uh, status and crit chance are kind of a bit iffish. I think I feel like I, I like yeah, it. I feel I feel it. like they're they're a bit backwards to be honest. But you know we got we got the the Ballistica Prime so that's fine. Uh, True. The I, I, I want to try out the Sancti. Ah, uh, Sancti um, Castanus. Yes, I want to try that Sancti Castanas. Um, for some reason, I, I've become a bit more of a fan on those uh, throwing. those throwing weapons that have a detonation, and I want and I I want to try that. So they're on my radar. Sancti Castanas are um, pretty good. I still haven't tried the Sancti Tigris, but it's the Tigris family, so it's going to be fantastic. It's, it's Tigris, yeah. yeah. Um, looking at the stats alone of the Sancti Tigris, it's a side grade from the normal uh, Tigris. Not so much an upgrade. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Shit, what else is there? Um, there there's a lot. There, There is yeah, really a lot. Because we've really only gone over the Ractors, 
the Vakors and the um, Sanctis. The Sanctis, yeah. So there's yeah, there's there, there's three more syndicates that we haven't covered. I can't remember yeah. them. Uh. Telos, Telos. Ah, the... of course. The Telos weapons are good. Telos Boltor yep. is is um is great. It's not amazing, but it's it's great. Same with the Telos Boltus. The Telos, Telos Boltor Boltus. is definitely better than the um, Boltor. The Telos Boltus is really cool because the passive allows you to create small little little whirlwinds. Whirlwinds. So it's yeah. like it's like a, a the perfect weapon for a Zephyr user. Yeah, true. <laughs> so that's <laughs> they're cool weapons. What else? There's a Telos Boltus. Tell us Boltus, tell us Boltor, and tell us Bolto. Yeah, that's yeah. the pretty much the Boltor series, uh, in, in Telus form, and, and shit. Man, the two last more. two. Yeah, there's two more. Uh, I'm gonna use yeah. Google. Syndicate the weapons are great. Google. Warframe <laughs> syndicates. We can't leave two more. No. Uh, the Rector Cernos with music. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Cernos is a really good bow. It's actually one of the fastest bows in the game. I would honestly say take the Rector Cernos over the Cernos Prime, um, just because of how fast and crazy the Rector Cernos is. Um, throw in the fact that it has the uh, Syndicate passive as well. You're gonna you're gonna have ball. It's it's fast. You get the explodey. Everyone dies around you. Passive. How can you go wrong? You really can't. You can't. You no, just can't. You really can't. Just, just can't. You just can't. You can't. It's, it's a impossible. thing. It's, it's just, there. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sinoid. Sinoid. Uh, yes. The Sinoid. Sinoid Gamma Core is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love the Sinoid Gamma Core. Very fun weapon. Yep. Yep. Sinoid Simulor. Uh, Sinoid Simulor exists it is <laughs> it's a um is that the black hole gun that's the black hole gun that's it's the black definitely hole gun. a meme Get the black hole gun <laughs> and it's, it's a meme dangerous weapon. as hell <laughs> it does a lot of damage but it also blinds everything and everyone that's a black hole gun like seriously how could you not want to play with a black hole gun it's true black hole gun <laughs> and i haven't used a cyanide heliocore but it does scan things apparently which is it kind of weird. does yes it yeah it, it basically acts as a melee scanner so i think it's the if you kill an enemy with it it uses one of your uh scan charges to actually scan said enemy you killed so, so dude yeah um and one more lot uh secura secura I can't remember the Securas at all. So there's a, it's they're all corpus weapons. So Jewel Sestra, Secura Penta, and Secura Lecter. Uh, I haven't used a lot of these weapons. I've used the Jewel Sestra. It was meh, to be honest, in my opinion. Someone will probably tell me how I've missed something, and they're amazing, I'm sure, but I didn't like them. You are wrong. <laughs> you like the Secura Jewel Sestra? I, or no, just, I've never I'm used just them. wrong. I, I, yeah, I've, I've never I'm used just them. Wrong Someone, someone's going to tell you you're wrong, so I'm just. It happens. I'm doing it now. <laughs> um secure elector is uh not bad it's it's not the greatest um whip in the game so but it's not and bad. i think it's pass i think it's passive is something like you get extra credits yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly you, so it's you not get, the you greatest get extra credits yay <laughs> so <laughs> and the penta yeah. i mean it's it's the it's it's an upgrade of the penta if you like 
shooting out grenades that you have to detonate later on or you know you're shooting out grenades that you don't know there's an alt fire button and so you're sitting around going how the hell can i set these things off then yeah this is the weapon for you indeed (laughs) (laughs) it is a real pain in the ass i didn't know that the first time i was using those weapons so hopefully that is somewhat (laughs) of an answer for you eric the answer is pretty much yes Yes. Uh, there are certain weapons out there that people absolutely love when it comes to the uh, syndicate weapons, and some of them you'll never get rid of. Personally, syndicate weapons, I treat them like primes and I keep them all. So I've yes. kept all of my syndicate weapons, I've kept all of my wraith and vandals and all that kind of stuff, and I've kept all of my primes. It's just how I do things, but I don't necessarily play with those weapons. Um, not anymore. But I think, uh, I think the answer the is yes. Exception. I think the Be only good. exception to the to that uh, keeping wraiths, primes, all that thing is probably the gorgon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there are people out there that like the gorgon wraith, Lucas, and you know it. And they're they're we they're allowed to. Them. They're they're allowed to. They're allowed to be they're wrong. Totally allowed to be wrong. Indeed. I still haven't used um, the gorgon wraith, so I don't know. I just like. Yeah. No. I like to hang shit on the gorgon. Basically, it's just. It's, it's the gorgon yeah um but <laughs> i w- i would definitely say if, if you're especially if you're an ash player and you're going with a fatal teleport build Rack get yourself dagger. one of those Rector dark daggers because you will not be disappointed in the damage that thing dishes out mm-hmm. fan freaking tastic mm-hmm. crazy strong and the passive is not bad too it has a it's uh shit that one was a um a confusion one wasn't it yes yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Can't remember. I'm yeah. just saying yes because you usually know things. Usually usually know things. <laughs> That's usually. about it. All right, it's cool. It's a good weapon. Pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. So the syndicate guns are worthwhile. Yes. Long story short. All right. So that brings us to the end of episode 53. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us, if you'd like to do an, uh, Dr. Cephalon or anything else, if you'd like to be a community guest star on the show that we interview... Uh, we haven't done one since Ironheart, and before that, shit, it was probably 20 episodes before we'd last done one. So if you'd like to be on the show, hit us up via email or whatever. Go to our website, join our Discord, join our Facebook group, talk to us. We like to talk to the people. Yeah, that's uh, the website. Interjection. Interjection. Interject. Go. Interjection. Do it. Uh, <laughs> Dagger actually does um, make you harder to see while you're wielding it. So that is a thing. And it, uh, upon damaging enemies with radiation, it also restores shields and grants overshields. So there you go. Even better than I thought. Mm-hmm. That is good. Get it. <laughs> That's why we Get love it. the Racti Dark Dagger. Yes. Um, all right. Give us a rating on your podcast platform. Spread the word. Help us grow. Help us get to 100 so we can do another streamcast. Of course, we should thank our wonderful, wonderful patrons. Thank you, Rathok. Thank you, Jellybean1799. Thank you, Adop underscore 88. Thanks, Einself1000. Thank you, Lord Frieson. Thanks, Logan Neal. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you to Solarian. And thank you, Obsolete Ninja13. Indeed. So thanks to all of these people, we have been able to improve the way we do things. And just as a side note, very soon, as a result of some of the support that our patrons have been giving us, I will be able to upgrade my webcam. So I'm looking forward to that, and I won't be a blurry, blurry... Um, won't look like I've smeared Vaseline all over the, <laughs> the webcam anymore, and I'll be crystal, crystal clear like Lucas. 
So look forward to that because when it happens, you're going to wish he was still a smeared Vaseline screen. Indeed, I am an <laughs> ugly man, but such is life. Such is life. I don't have to impress Lucas anymore. He's already impressed. <laughs> if you'd like to support sure. <laughs> this, <laughs> head on over to patreon.com dash cephalon squared and uh check out our tiers and see if there's anything you'd like to do to uh throw us a bone otherwise if you don't want to do uh to get yourself into an ongoing monthly support um head on over to coffee ko-fi.com forward slash cephalon squared and you can just buy us a coffee to say thanks um here have a coffee guys and we'll go mm, i like coffee because that's everyone likes coffee most people like coffee <laughs> i don't want to say everyone does um, I prefer yeah. I'm a tea guy myself. Well, buy, buy Lucas a tea then. <laughs> and yeah, we'll use that money to help get Lucas down to Pax Oz because Pax Oz is in Melbourne town where I am and 8,000, not 8,000, 2,000 kilometers away from where Lucas is. So got to get Yay. him one of those plane tickets. Yay. <laughs> anyway, my name's Greg Newbegin. I am Mad Capsules on Twitter and Twitch and all over the place. Who are you, Lucas? I am Lucas Silvestri, and I am Silverlight all over the place. S-I-L-V-R-L-G-H-T. Thank you so much to our lovely community. Can't get through a single day without seeing your lovely community goodness, and just got to love you guys. So thank you so much for supporting us. Always going to appreciate it. Never going to stop. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm never stop, now. never stopping. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job to ramble. Well, then ramble. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to a close for episode 53. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to Jan at Disco underscore Box on Twitter for the intro and outro. And make sure you send him that message to Disco underscore Box on Twitter and tell him how much you love his sensual voice and the way it makes you feel. Do it. And tell them Cephalod Squared sent you. That's fine. Anyway, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll see you in a few short days with the Necros Mini. Exciting Necros times. Mini. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, reach out via our website at cephalonsquared.com, where you can find us via email, Facebook, Twitter, or Discord. But don't fret, there'll be more Cephalon Squared in a few short days. So don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.